It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. Absolutely Joe Flacco not. has a Super Bowl MVP. Look at the stats, dog. Ha. Look yes, at the stats. Look, look, look at the stats. And Rando. Your argument said that Matt Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. And then people I were like, Joe, Joe Flacco, Flacco elite. On Buffalo Rumblings. You know, when I when I edit this episode, I might have to uh, edit in like the earlier part of that clip because that's about Matt Ryan, right? <laughs> the Matt Ryan generational take, and uh, Matt Ryan unfortunately had a generational uh, had a generational game, but not in a good way. Uh, I mean, he's had he's, he's had multiple generational games like that. So I mean, by by default, yeah, uh, he's what you would call <laughs> generational loser. A generational loser, Pat. That's what I was gonna say. Yep, exactly. Well, thanks for joining us. This is not another Buffalo podcast. You know where to find us on Twitter at not buff podcast. We're part of the Buffalo rumblings network here on a victory Monday night. How, how are you guys doing? That was a pretty damn good weekend of football, right? Not just the bills game. Well, we could talk an hour about that, but how about, how about the whole weekend and the Sabres win? And it's one. Wasn't it? It was yep. the first time all three yep. had won um, in the same day in history. Yep. Right? All on yep. the same day. I don't know if that's like crazy or we just sucked for so long. Yeah, probably a little bit of both, but I mean, it's, you know, it's a good weekend in the NFL when the greatest comeback in NFL history happens the first game of the weekend. I mean, not counting Thursday night football. And that really wasn't even the best game to me. Like they were as, I mean, obviously we had the Bills game and I mean, the, the Kirk Cousins thing is kind of in the rear view at this point. I don't, I don't know about you guys. Maybe it's just because, uh, obviously Kirk Thuggins, <laughs> right. But good Sunday. Um, obviously it would have been better if the Texans had pulled it out against the chiefs, but still number one in the conference going on to Chicago this week, weather might be a factor there too, but let's talk about this Miami game because Brandon, I want to get your take first because you were there, you were in person. Uh, what, what was it like? And that maybe how, how did it compare to the Colts game? Cause obviously the volume was not there, but what was that atmosphere like? Oh man, I don't want to be a Man, I don't want to sound like a jerk because the atmosphere was really interesting. Um, do you guys remember my birthday, the year we went and the gentleman that we met tailgating and they were like the old awesome guy. guys. They invited us into their tailgate. They gave us food and drinks and they're like, we have to carry this on because the new generation doesn't really do this too much. And we want everybody to live on through these tailgates and have a good time. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was yeah. a good time. Yeah, it's a great memory. They gave us some weird taste. It was honey liquor. whiskey. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I remember it to this day. Um, those kinds of fans are far and few between, I think. Um, it was... I don't want to be get off my lawn about the snowballs, but I had more Bills fans that were like fighting with other Bills fans about the snowballs. Um, there were season ticket holders that were really appalled about what other Bills fans were doing. Um, I had, there was multiple fights. There was a lot of people thrown out. Everybody was, it, imagine like the flash cameras of a Super Bowl, you know, when it's dark and you see the flash around the stands and every fan is like, it's just lit up. Like everywhere you look, there's like a flash of a camera. Yeah. That's what it looked like with the snowballs. Um, and they were tossing everybody that they could with the snowball. Um, and if you didn't want to stop throwing a snowball, they wanted to fight you. Um, and it was like, 
it was crazy. I've never really been so disappointed in Bills fans trying to fight with Bills fans about the snowballs. I didn't think this was going to be such a controversial topic. Um, and then, <laughs> dude, the way I saw, so, there was a lot of Dolphins fans there, first of all, which is cool. I like seeing away fans in your stadium. That That's a compliment to you. They're spending money in your city, right? They're coming to your stadium to see, take in Bills Mafia. They want to see. I watched a like nine-year-old kid get screamed at in their face. I watched people just get destroyed in ways that I've never heard trash talking. And uh, I've never met so many disrespectful, rude and crude and nasty Bills fans all at one time. And the ones that I met were the nice ones were off the charts. They were so great. They were helpful. They were there for the football game. It was really cool. Um, And those fans... I love you. I've seen been around you for eight years now. And those new fans, they just, there's no place for them in the stadium. Um, they're these 17 to 20 somethings. And they just. These Gen Zers, Instagrammer, TikToker, shallow troublemakers. I sound like such an uh, old man right now. And I was like thinking about this all day about how I was going to talk about it. And I was like, people don't want to listen to the negativity, but that was just not the football. That That's not what I was expecting from fans. Um, to see stuff with my own eyes like that. But when you look at the field, when you talk about the football game, it was an all-timer probably. So I was a little, I left with mixed feelings because it was an all-time football game by an all-time player and Josh Allen. And I, I didn't leave all giddy like I wanted to. I'm sorry. That's like a old man yeah. rant right there. I don't want to bring the negativity. No, but I mean, I, I, I think it's true. And I mean, if maybe, you know, this isn't there, these original Bills fans you know, are dwindling and you have, I don't want to say fair weather fans and I don't want to say bandwaggers because I think anyone that wants to support this team, that's what makes Bill's Mafia great. But at the same time, it's kind of like when the Grateful Dead in the 90s started having violence at their concerts after, you know, three decades of peace and love. And it's like, you know, eventually when the party gets too big, bad things are just bound to happen. And I mean, also, I mean, you don't have the magic of a backup wide receiver coming in to play quarterback and throwing a pass to basically put you in a position to win the game, which I think is, that's probably an all-timer, but... You know, but I, it, it's hard though too because I feel like, <clears throat> and this is this is no knock against the Rust Belt, but obviously in Cleveland you have the you have the double penalty which resulted in the game getting forfeited and like you know a, a referee basically like seriously injured from like beer cans thrown at him and stuff and like you know when you think it could be bad I always think of that game you know and at least with, you know it wasn't Browns or uh, not Browns Panthers at least it wasn't Browns Jaguars nineteen ninety nine like you know it could be worse but. Still, I was talking to Sale after the game on the field. I got, I had, I was lucky. I had a fan that had field access after the game. Um, awesome guy. Again, this is one of the greatest things I've ever experienced. He had stage four cancer, never been to a game before. This is, he said, this is his first and last game he's ever going to go to. He brought his two daughters who brought their two fifth grade sons. So it was a whole family affair and we got to go on the field after. And I was talking to him and he said, it was like one of the greatest nights that he could have ever hoped for. We won the game. You saw a a Hall of Fame performance by your quarterback. Um, You saw the snow. You saw a win against the biggest rivalry that we have probably. And that was really cool because they were there for the right reasons. Um, But I was talking to Sale on the field and he's like, and I watched it happen. I watched him get domed with an ice ball and he like ducked and it put his head. But like, you're, oh, 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 sorry, I'm, I'm worked up here. Like, you're just (laughs) like, ah, like who, 
there's just the entitlement, man. Like you own the place, you can do whatever you want to. And like, I don't know. I had the guy that wanted to like fight me cause he was smoking in line and I told him to put it out and he was like, <laughs> And I'm like, I'm warning you. I'm not even kicking you out. And you're going to try to fight me. I'm like, that's the most Buffalo thing I've ever heard. I swear he thought I was a fan. (laughs) And then I showed him my tag and he was like, oh, like he saw Jesus or something like that. Um, But it's just one of these (laughs) things, man. I don't know what it is, but it is worse this year than I've ever seen it ever before. And I went to Kansas City for the playoff game and I was treated awesome by Kansas City fans. I've been to Jacksonville for the playoff game in Jacksonville. I went to Detroit. The Detroit fans were going to fight another Detroit fan to protect a Bills fan. I couldn't believe it. And and at these Bills games, you got two groups of fans from the same team massacring each other because somebody can't follow the, the direction, the super simple direction. And I was just like, have I aged out of coming to the games? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to let these school bags Breakfast for that's me. when my, my dad had an experience very similar to that and stopped going to games and he went to games for probably like i mean probably like i don't know 12 15 years like consistently like I'm, i was doing the math and if i've gone to 10 games a year for eight years this is my like i'm at 80 plus the away games that i've gone to like i'm at 80 to 90 games and it's like i've never seen anything like this and i was i was disappointed i didn't i didn't want to come on the show and be a today i didn't want to be a doubt because it was such a great win for this team to keep them in the one seed to own your path control your destiny really own this division yet again and couple that with the new england loss the way that they did it was like a great you know you should have been feeling great but if you had a bad experience at the stadium i know a lot of people did i talked to a lot of people they were really upset leaving the stadium um and it's like the, the kids there was kids there and it's like they're there was kids throwing snowballs because they saw the adults throwing snowballs. And I had a kid arguing with an adult saying that he was entitled. He was nine years old saying that he's allowed to throw snowballs because everybody else was throwing snowballs. And it was, I never knew that snowballs could be such a headache. I mean, and it maybe, sounds like Woodstock 99, honestly. Oh, I don't know. But I'm like, <laughs> you're taken away from the field. And like, watch this awesome game. I want to ask you something too, because I think one of my favorite highlights of the snow game from the Colts game is when Shady ran that touchdown in. People didn't start throwing snowballs in the field. They started throwing it up in the air. Yeah. Like just yeah. like LeBron James like, talk. Not, uh, not yeah, a snowball. Like yeah. Just like confetti, yeah. snow confetti. And that's like, that still looks cool on TV. That's, you know, I was, I was curious why, you know, I was like, guys, just throw the but snow I mean, up also, and don't. In the vein of Woodstock 99, had the, had the bleachers, had the seats been cleared beforehand. Yeah. You might not have this problem. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying you in. can't trust, yeah. you can't. I'm not, you would think that you could trust people not to throw snowballs, but no, you can't. They don't trust society to do anything right. I don't know if you've noticed that in the course of human history, but <laughs> they did call us in early to shovel the seats. They didn't have enough people. They barely got the walkways shoveled. There was so much snow. They were doing it until the gates opened at six fifteen. Yeah. That's, I mean, logistically it's so hard because it was coming down in those couple hours before the game, like before they've had volunteers come and shovel the, the stadium out, but that's like the day before yeah, the game, yeah. right? Like on a Saturday, they've got everybody coming in and you know, you've got to get all the roads clear, all the parking lots clear to get those people in and out. So I'm sure logistically it was tough, but Pat, I want to talk about the game because obviously it was, you know, an all timer as, as we said already, but Pat, just take me through the progression of the game because I, I was, I'm really curious to know like what your mood level was at throughout this game, because it was not all, you know, riding high for the entire game. So, so, Take take me through your 
game day experience from that standpoint? Well, um, you know, the NFL is a monopoly who doesn't want people to have access to watching games. So I couldn't <laughs> really watch the first two games. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but that being said, I, I mean, the, the start of the game was pretty cool. It's always interesting because I feel like there is some probing stuff that goes on. Like, I feel like the Bills, the first drive of every game are a little bit softer, just, you know, I guess for the sake of seeing what the other team does well. Um, I really was surprised when Quentin Morris came down with the touchdown. I was like, is this man even, I thought it was Reggie Gilliam at first. And then I saw it was an 80 number and I was like, but I mean, I was a little bit scared. I felt like Josh was really taking some, he was taking some heat back there. Um, and then thank God I felt like, um, you know, Mike McDaniel and Ken Dorsey switched play sheets, uh, probably the last eight minutes of the game. But other than that, it was, and I just really enjoyed like for me, it felt a lot like the Baltimore game. It, it, as a fan, I feel good knowing that we can run the ball to finish a team off. You know, um, that's that's something in years past that it always gave me anxiety. You know, especially when we had that streak of not winning close games. So it was it was enjoyable. Nice. I was I was just about as mad as I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life during that third quarter. It's a terrible third quarter. Uh, and I was just about like not even just like not even just mad, totally down and and defeated and just like. F this at this point. Like I was, I was like making sarcastic comments about Mark Sanchez, you know, for most of the third quarter, just cause I was so, you know, it, I didn't get back into it until Josh had that 40 yard run. And that's when I was like, okay, they're actually alive because they looked dead up until that point. And it was just like, you know, you had the Cam Lewis running into the partner. Oh my God. That, don't even get me started. The that, that, that one right, was that's, scream at the TV stomp on the floor type yeah and then i mean how many drives did they punt in a row in that third quarter like i think three or four it was yeah that's just tough to watch the offense have those stretches i i you know i'm so glad that they came out with the win i'm still a little bit worried about you know the offensive coordinator if we're being frank and he put together two good drives at the end and again when the bills are in hurry up they can get it done it's crazy for sure and that's crazy concept they, they did that it's so much easier. I mean, two minutes going into halftime, you know, they score that touchdown to Cook with no time left on it. That play was ridiculous. I was screaming, throw the ball at Josh on five million people. <laughs> and then of course, you know, saying jinx yeah, to you at the same that, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, thank you. Thank you, Josh. I'll never question you again. <laughs> you know, but Josh had two fumbles in this game. So they got some stuff to clean up. The the defense run tackling was just god awful in this game too that was that was one of the tougher parts to watch them get carved up by Raheem Mostert on my fantasy team the Bills defense started having success as soon as Miami went away from that you know later in the game and then just started airing it out so you know maybe we'd be talking differently if they just kept to that 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 run game so I guess you know I'm concerned going forward because usually this is the time of the year that the Bills have got it all together clicking last two years their December games have been lights out uh, for the most part, as they far are as I can eight. Remember. And I just put this in an article the other day. They're nine and one in December home games, including the playoffs. I don't know their yeah. loss. I couldn't tell you since 2020. That would probably go back three years, right? For December home games, right? 2020. That's three so that, seasons. That loss. Yeah. I don't know what that loss would have been. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, but, well, they're good at home. <laughs> yeah. So they pulled it out. It's all good. This The snow at the end was beautiful. Honestly, like on, on TV, Brandon, I know you were there and you're probably thinking like, okay, great. Now it's going to take me forever to get out of here. No, not at all. Because everyone's going to clear snow off of their car well, I mean, and stuff like this that. This was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Um, like I said, I got to go on the field. Let me say something positive here. All right? I, I just shit a lot of things, but I have to say <laughs> something about our guys on our team, the players on our team. Uh, like I said, I had two kids with me. 
and all of the Bills staff here. They let these kids on the field. They gave us footballs. We got to throw passes. And again, like I'm I'm doing this with the kids. So I'm throwing passes. We're running routes. They wanted to run end zone passes. They wanted to throw me the ball. They wanted me to throw them the ball. And while we're out there, Blake Ferguson's on the Dolphins, who Reed Ferguson is on the Bills. They're both long snappers, and they both just made their debut on Buffalo Rumblings. Their podcast together after the snap is on Fridays at 8 o'clock on the Buffalo Rumblings YouTube network. Didn't Reed? Reed had some sort of pregnancy reveal. So tune into that. Yep. Um, Blake, I want to say. Blake had the gender reveal on the field i was like in their video and i didn't know what was happening um (laughs) and like their whole family's down there and they're having a baby girl super cute um they did the confetti in the snow globe um james cook was down there with his family um morris was down there with his family Edmonds was down there tyler bass was standing next to me i had no idea and i look over to him i was like oh nice kick man good game and uh they all signed footballs for these kids and they didn't, we didn't have a pen. So we were using their mom's lip liner, using the lip liner to sign the ball the players were doing. And then Josh Allen comes out with his girlfriend, Brittany. Again, he's a freak of a dude. He's so tall. And not only did he talk to the kids, he ran around looking for a Sharpie to sign this kid's ball after the game in the snow. He's going, God, who, who has a Sharpie? Who has a Sharpie? Who has a Sharpie? Just to get this kid a signature on the football. And that was, I just thought that was so nice. Everybody stopped to talk to them. I don't know. Just, we always hear Brandon Bean talk about the kind of guys that you have in the locker room. And uh, it was really a, a warming moment, even though it was cold and the snow globe was there, but you had the playoff bound, banners or digital signs on the jumbotrons and it was picture perfect something that i'll never forget and the the view was awesome and to get the win in the snow like that tyler bass kudos to him because that field was slippery when he goes to kick that ball but that was really cool i thought yeah that's good. You should you should kicked off the show with that, Brandon. <laughs> Such a better story. Well, they gotta That's get so through. Cool. That's why we got crap. video editing, right, man? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just you can you can put that in the front and then roll me dumping on it. It's not that easy. It's not <laughs> <sighs> I do I just like that was so overshadowed by how awful everybody was. So I don't know if that if that puts it into perspective. All right. Well, let's get a break in here. Well, we got a second. Uh we'll be back. We got some quotes with Pat. Um, I don't know what other segments we got in here. We could do a Sabres update if we wanted to. Oh, I got, we I can, got, uh, yeah, we'll do Sabres update. I guess. All right. We'll do a Sabres update when we get back. Stay tuned. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. 
Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the Weekly Sabres Update. Guys, Tage Thompson back to back. Second star of the entire NHL. What does this man have to do to be the first star? This has been your weekly Sabres update. As of now, they're sitting, what, two points out of a playoff spot with two games in hand. Um, shout out to Johnny wearing the Darlene jersey that he got for Christmas. Hey, so no, that's cool. shout he out to Brandon. So. Shout out to John's lady friend for getting yeah, it for no, him. My, we did Christmas <laughs> with my girlfriend's family yesterday and so i got to open this up early but uh she enlisted the help of brando who got it from the saber store in buffalo and shipped it to nashville for me so uh shout out brando doing the lord's work out there uh <laughs> which is funny because on the pod we had this conversation that was totally a ploy is all to make ploy. sure that i it's all ploy. that's so funny maybe people who listen to every episode will remember this but brandon asked me he's like i'm getting another savers jersey which one do i get do i get a goat head right yeah and i i didn't know they're they're so they're so nice both jerseys are so nice and your lady friend had texted me that you she wanted to get you a jersey and i know we had talked about how cool all the jerseys are so I'm like, I, I don't know if he wants the blue one or the black one. So we're going to have to dig in here and find a way to ask him without it sounding conspicuous. And I thought we did a good job. You, you did exactly yeah. what I needed. You said blue always first and then something yeah, else. It went straight over my head. So good. Got the right one. I got the uh, alternate captain, the A on there. Yep. That's cool. So that's cool. I'm sorry. This is embarrassing. Is it assistant or alternate? Because I've heard people say both. You know before. what? That's a good question. What does the A Okay, if you, if you that makes me feel better. I thought it was assistant captain. Because like... Hockey jersey. Well, I mean, in the soccer jerseys, remember like OACS varsity soccer? Yeah. The A and the C. It's alternate captain. Oh, alternate? Okay. Yeah, well, because alternate... Right. You're not an assistant to a captain, True. you know? True. like. Like Darlene's right. not wiping Oposo's butt after he poops, but he's not, you know. he's not Dwight Schrute to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say assistant to the captain. Oposos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So alternate captains. And then if, you know, Drury and Breer did this, you've seen it a couple times. I think Vanek did it. You get a, you, they might rotate the C amongst somebody with an A. If you're, yep. you're in a weird spot with your team or you don't have an established guy um, or you have two guys that really own the locker room, which, we did have in our day, but no, the A's, the A always looks nice. Anytime you get a letter on your jersey, I always like the A. It's cool. So, all right, Pat, you, uh, you got some quotes for us? Guess what, Bills fans? It's time for quotes with Pat. Unfortunately, the guys at Not Another Buffalo podcast are either too lazy or too cheap to hire someone to record their stupid intros, so they decided to use me. To be honest, this constitutes labor without pay and raises some serious ethical questions. Anyway, here's some f***ing quotes. See if you can guess who said it. 
watched a decent amount of post-game press conferences here to bring you some quality quotes. Um, let's see here. I got four of them actually today. Ooh. Oh. I'll start with probably the easiest one. What did you guys see on the field? The reporter says, it looked like he pointed at the ref. Then this person says, that's what I saw too. Thank you. In fact, don't ask me about the referees. I can't answer that question. Ron Rivera? Ron Rivera, yes. Oh, my God. Those guys should be... I tweeted this. They should be fired. They should be investigated. If I'm Ron Rivera, I don't give a... how much the NFL, sorry, I don't care what the NFL finds me. I'm up on the podium and I'm ripping that guy a new one. He's negligently bad at his job. He has a small PP. He wants to impose his will on a game that he's not skilled enough to play. He had his hand on his hip, ready to throw the flag while McLaurin's checking with him if he's okay. If you watch his hand go right to his hip, I have never been more disgusted by refereeing and I don't care about either team. I care that I had a bet on the over 33 <laughs> and they hit it and it was taken away because of some douchebag power hungry guy who wears white and black on Sunday night. And he should be fired and never be allowed into an NFL stadium again. Well, and I mean to, to, you know, whatever, I guess, piggyback on your claims of, um, whatever, uh, phallic, uh, incompetency, uh, you know, the other thing is that like, I mean, if you're going to make that call right there and then you're too effing scared to make the PI call on the last, you know what I mean? On that fourth down disgrace, the NFL, Roger Goodell should be pissed. I mean, in all fairness though, Brandon, I was watching the game and I was like, Jesus Christ, if this is because it was the same thing, but opposite when the giants tied at 2020, the last time they tied. And I was like, I swear to God, if I have to watch another tie, like I'm just, why do I only thank you, Rochester area, whatever digital, whatever free TV, you've just given me two of the worst games I've ever seen. But you know, so. Well, <laughs> and in my brain, I'm like a tie would hurt would hurt the Lions because I'm thinking about the Lions playoff push right now, yeah, and I would yeah. love to see them make a wild card. And I'm like, the only bad outcome here is a tie because they don't move in the standings. They're seven, five, and two, and the losses don't add up. And I'm like, it's it's about to happen. And then they they scored the touchdown, and I was like, I couldn't believe it. I just and I remember seeing McLaurin off the line a little bit. It looked like he was off the line. And I saw him check twice, so well, he'll be fine. I, I just, I can't believe it. If I'm, I refed for two years. I refed basketball. And if I ever had a player check with me, hey, is this a foul? Hey, am I going to get called for three seconds? Always. If they give you the respect of checking in to see if this is the right thing to do, give them a minute to adjust. Like, don't take it over. Let the players play the game that they're paid to do. Let the fans watch a game. Like, he... He had, I've never been so mad at a ref and we've seen a lot of bad calls, but I've like, I've never, I hate that. I hate people like that. Ah, oh, we got a next quote, man. I'll go on. All I, right, it all makes right. me so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. All right. So the next one in response to, um, a stellar performance, uh, this player said, I didn't do nothing different. Honestly, it's just manifestation. I had a talk with my mom before the game and she said it was in her heart to tell me that you can do anything you set your mind to. And for me, I had to say it out loud and believe it. It's not Jamar Chase, is it? Nah. Uh, Justin Jefferson? No. Different side of the ball. Um, This man had a monster game. Chandler Jones? Close. Went to University of Oregon. Uh, Oh, it's... Thibodeau. Thibodeau, yes. He had a good game. 
He did have a good yeah, game. Mama, yeah. mama giving him the pep talk. Uh, I got one for you right here. I have no idea when timeouts are coming. It's my job to move as quickly as possible until the clock stops. Hmm. I can't figure out what this is in reference to. Hmm. Timeouts in the game. Who had bad clock management this week? Well, and you would think that, you know, an established veteran player would probably take that decision into his own hands, perhaps. So we're looking at a, a quarterback. An unexperienced quarterback. Who's Which I thought this was bizarre. That that you have no idea when the, the timeout's coming? Like, do you have no clock management? Did you fail effing whatever math 160? Statistics one, like I. Hey, statistics was very difficult for me. I have a very hard time with statistics. <laughs> I'm I'm a stats guy, but statistics is a different animal. Um, yeah. Who's the yeah. guy that played in in Arizona? The quarterback. It wasn't it wasn't McSorley. Colt McCoy. No. Uh, Denver. Nope. It's actually a division it rival. Matters. Oh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. That's that terrible. Like, He's a Isn't captain that, on their team. He's a, how how the how the f could you not know when the timeouts are coming? Like Jesus, no wonder your teammates hate you. Like you're just <sighs> a, like, he, he's so bad. All right, I got one more for you. By the way, I almost I almost pulled a Brando and texted you guys on Saturday, and I was like, oh, Mike White's out. I didn't know that. Like I could have lived with the 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 other injuries that they had, but Mike White was the last straw, and I was like, I'm gonna switch my pick before this game. Oh, you should. Like, nah, I'm not going to. You should have. It's all right. They even had a chance at the end, yes, which is did. crazy. I just want to know but. who picked the Bills to win but not cover. You t- you tell me who did that. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll check that out in our next episode when we do our All pick right. six pickums. All right, scoreboard. So <laughs> you. This next quote I think is going to be the hardest for you guys to pick. I've been a part of two walk off games. One was when I was playing in Green Bay. In fact, the guy on the other side, Al Harris, picked one off and took it back to the end zone. And the other one was today. Now you got to remember, Al Harris is old as f- dude. He played with like Charles. Charles but you're Woodson. talking probably the walk off game. You're either talking probably the Raiders Patriots game, right? I don't know. Well, the two the the old walk off game that the, the Patriot the Packers have been involved in two, and that would be the Giants in the wild card or in the divisional round when they went to the Super Bowl run in seven and eleven. Right? They beat the Packers. Yep. In that snow game, and it was an in, interception. In 2011, yeah. In 2011, and then the Packers beat the Lions on a hail mary in like 2015. Aaron Rodgers almost hit the ceiling. It's with in reference. Throw. It's not in reference to either of those games. I believe it's uh, 04, 03. Okay. God, Chandler Jones hasn't it's been a regular. That it's long. a regular season game. He's referencing as well. Is he in the league right now? Still. Not as a player. Wait, wait, is this? Oh, oh, okay. This is a coach. All right. Yep. Oh, okay. Let's think. Um, Julian Edelman. Nope. He's not, he's not a coach. No, he was in the stands. Did you see the, oh my gosh. Wait till you see the video on Twitter. I'll send it to you of his reaction after the, uh, the Patriots game. He was in Vegas for that game and he has the same exact reaction that you, you'd expect out of that kind of person. Like crying. Smashing I things, can't really, punching I, a hole in the wall and wearing DC sneakers and drinking Mountain Dew. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I, I don't know. I'll just have to send you the video. It's kind of hard to describe. I don't have any nice words for Julian Edelman right now. All right, so who's who's one of these younger coaches? This coach is a Super Bowl champion. This coach? Yes. Is it a coordinator or a head coach? Head coach. Okay, that helps. Okay, he was really shitty as an NFL player, though. Okay. 
when he was playing on the Packers was like 2002, 2003. He's an AFC coach. He coached possibly like the shittest NFC team in a while to a Super Bowl. Oh, 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 uh, um, uh, um, what's his face? Uh, Doug Peterson. Yes. Okay. There we okay. go. That I didn't watch one. that game. That would have been uh, a lot easier if I had watched that game. That, I forgot. That was a good game. And uh, Trevor Lawrence has just been paying dividend after dividend after dividend for me. He's he's looking better as I a mean, fantasy quarterback. He's, he's playing pretty well here down yeah. the stretch. I hope they get in. I'd like to see them make the playoffs. Well, I want to see the Lions more than anyone, though, Brando. Yes. You yes. have me, that, yeah. that team is so lovable. I love Dan Campbell. Right? Like, I wish I worked with Dan Campbell. I think everyone <laughs> wishes they worked with Dan Campbell. Well, but. it's interesting because I had talked about going to Detroit for this New Year's Day game a little while ago. Um, and I remember looking at tickets. We're like, eh, I'm not going not gonna to do this. And they might have been like $35 tickets. But then, you know, the holidays are all around. And we're like, well, let's let's do this. Tickets went up like a hundred bucks since the first time I looked at them. And then again, looked at them again and they went up another hundred dollars. So like you can't Justin Fields on Christmas. Like, and you, you want to see like you win and you get in kind of game, right? You want to see the best possible thing on the field. So that would be great to see them get in. Amon Ross St. Brown. Williams is having a career year. He is. And we don't, you know, knock off, knock off somebody else. Who, who doesn't need to make the playoffs? Giants, who cares about anybody in the NFC East? I don't know. I I, I could be sympathetic for the Giants just because it's like the leftover Bills. Yeah, okay. Squad. Right. It's, it's I should like have the said Bills Washington squad instead. Plus, yeah. Well, and but, Washington was but, cool because then you have, um, oh my God, what's that kid's name? Brian Robinson. Brian. Brian, Brian Robinson. Brian, yes. Yeah, there we go. I should know this from fantasy. Speaking of which, Brandon, it appears like you and I are on a collision course for dun, a dun, uh, matchup dun, dun. In, in, Nate, in Nate's league. Yeah. So as Brandon is the one seed, yeah, so, so let's, uh, let's not get past that. Might, might need to squeeze another game out of Trevor Lawrence, and uh, I got to hope that Josh has a good game next week, too. But uh, Yeah, we are, because nobody, nobody's playing right now for Trey. Yeah, so it'll be and you so and me. It, still, it still says TBD. I, I don't know why it wouldn't have the two and the three seed already matched up, so I don't think there's any way that I wouldn't play the one seed as the four seed. But yeah, anyway, oh, that'll be exciting. That will be. Also, Brandon, I don't know. Are you still keeping out of last place in the NABP no, fantasy I'm league? Done, man, I was. I'm dead as dead as something. I'm dead as. Something. I don't know. Well, let's see. Let's see. Are you are you at the bottom of the standings? Yeah, I'm telling you, I was the Uh-oh. first one to get zero percent for playoff. I didn't even set my lineup this week. I'm a terrible person. I didn't set mine either. I was done. Pat, you're in it. You're Am like I? in it to win it still. Wait. Oh man. Well, not not in NABP. No, no. Uh, that that's been. Uh, I was gonna say I, I I'm pretty sure in both. Hey, you missed it by you missed it by one game. I think. You well, old Pat's not a competitor really. Um. So. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this one. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at not buff podcast. Check out our Etsy store. If you want to buy some, uh, NABP merch or just some t-shirts that say, uh, Buffalo, a drinking town with a football problem, which, uh, would have been appropriate for the game. Sorry, Brando. No, but, I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go bills, go Sabres. We'll see you guys on Wednesday with uh, segment mania. Go bills. Go bills. Go bills.